Yo, welcome to the Boyo podcast featuring Hello. Crispy. Let's My go. My name's Chris. What's up, guys? It's Lil Yo Yo. <laughs> gang, gang. Okay, cut that out. Restart, restart. No, no, That's, no restarting. Oh, What's I'm up? Fine. It's Bozer the host. You already know, the greatest host alive. Uh, What's up, Chris? How's it going? Uh, not much. I'm just sitting in my closet. I'm not gay. That's not what that means. No. Nope. I'm just, I'm nope. inside he the just closet for the, gay. no, I'm in the closet as in like, because it has better acoustics. Now, we have nothing against gay people. But I personally wow, am not. So you in the first minute of the first podcast just said that, <laughs> that you're gay bad. and you hate gay people. <laughs> no, that's not what I know. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get unmonetized. Oh, we're not getting monetized anyways. It doesn't All right, matter. Whatever. Continue. Continue. Uh, welcome, everyone. The Boyo Podcast, uh, the newest, greatest podcast in the podcast industry. Um, you know, just talking about whatever we feel like talking about, really. It's not that yeah. difficult. It's really uh, not complicated. It's not like it's addition or anything yeah because that's really hard addition gets me all the time man you're just not good at this whole podcast thing i know all right continue <laughs> uh what else what else should we say about the podcast i mean it's um, really not that that complicated yeah so i'll just go over the topics what we're going to really talk about a fresh overview first we're going to talk about 2k21 and the next gen consoles then we are going to talk about just video games in general and our feelings on video games. Then we're going to move on to our music, which is something that we love to talk about. Then we're going to talk about online school, which I've been in and Bozer starting very soon. Starting tomorrow um, or yesterday, also, I guess. Yeah, we're going to talk <laughs> about Taylor Swift a little bit. And then um, we're going to talk about death in music because today's the anniversary of Mac Miller's death. It's Monday. And also just general popular yeah. deaths you yeah. know yeah so, so uh so yeah um you want to start us off well you got to start us off with 2k21 obviously the first topic um you know i already made a whole friday video about 2k about because you know it's just that important i mean it's just uh they're the worst <laughs> they're the yeah. worst you just have to I, buy the I, game I, like three I, I times agree. I know they're money hungry. I remember last year there was the whole thing with how they were gonna like raise the VC prices and stuff really? like that. Yeah, I remember at the beginning of the year, Alex or Alex, he'll be on next show. A little spoiler, <laughs> you might want to cut that next, out. Yeah, next Friday, guys, you gotta really get yeah, in, in. Wednesday, tune Wednesday. in next Friday. It's Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday, my fault. Yeah, oh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah I'm right. really good at this. But, yeah, but 2K21, the demo, I'm just going to say it was garbage. It felt Yeah, the demo was trash. It almost felt you were disconnected to the game for me. It was like I, it was just so hard to play for me. Like the the bar was just bad, like shooting. I yeah, like and that. also the AI doubles you every second. Exactly. And it felt like it just felt like bad. Like it just felt like mushy. I don't even know if that's the right word, but it just felt yeah, unrefined. Feel, unrefined is the perfect word. And yeah. I just felt like there's no sense in buying a game that's gonna I'm gonna play and get bored of in like a month, you know? Yeah, and then in a couple months, if uh, me and Alex move on to the the PS5, you're gonna be playing it with no one. So exactly, and like it's just it's not worth it, even for you guys. I mean, you have to buy it for a hundred dollars and you get it the game twice. Like, why are they making you buy the game twice? Right. I know with Madden, if you buy it, there's like dual enrollment, dual entitlement, dual enrollment, something else. Yeah. And um, dual enrollment is actually, I think, when you're in high school and college at the same time. But maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just stupid. Please cut that out if that's wrong. But um, <laughs> we don't cut but stuff dual... out here on the Boyo podcast. This is this is one take. But um, yeah, the demo was just bad, and it doesn't give me a lot of hope for the next gen console one because everyone says it's the next, like it's going to be a different game. But that doesn't make any logical sense on how they would make two different games. Well, I don't think I... the bar is going to be different. I think that it's going to feel relatively the same. What what do you think? I I actually feel the complete opposite. I think uh you know, they put so little effort into this year's or uh, this, you know, the PS4 version that they have to they have to have something better for next gen. And last year they made the excuse that they did the same neighborhood for next gen so that they would have more time to work on it. So Yeah, but you got then this thing this better be the best gosh darn 2K of well, all I, time. I agree, but I think it they'll better. get it done. I mean I don't know. It's just they they keep talking about it. They just keep promoting it all over and over and over. And as soon as you log into 2K20 now, the first thing they promote is the Kobe edition for PS4 so that you get the next-gen version for free. Well, yeah, because it's a money scam. They want to get all your money. 
I'd guarantee you 70% of people bought the dual entitlement one, even though they might, some of them might even not buy the PS5. They just bought it because that just, it's heavily marketed. And Maybe. I think that, and they also 2K, just want the Kobe edition. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that, I also think it's fricked up that they're using Kobe as like a marketing thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, uh, I see, I, I see where you're coming like, from, but I think, you it's know, just like they're on died. Kobe. I think I get that, but, they didn't, they didn't do any they gave everyone a free pink diamond kobe that sucked when he died and that was like That's 3 true. weeks after he died <laughs> they did nothing and now they're all about him so you think that like when he died they really didn't do anything but now since it's going to help the market it's like oh yeah kobe's our athlete that's why i think it's a little sketch to me i just don't i don't love how they um the kind of i don't want to say using him but that's kind of what i'm applying well i i definitely do see where you're coming from but it's just I mean, who else would they have picked other than Kobe? Like, come on. I think then they pick Kobe to be on all the covers. I don't think you put him on the top cover, you know, and you only get the Kobe one if you pay pay for the expensive one. Yeah, but the 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 expensive one always has the legends. They always put the current players on, on the normal version. I understand so. that, but still, I mean, who was on? Wasn't Zion on the other expensive one? So they didn't put Kobe on all the expensive ones. No, actually, Zion is on the standard version of the PS5. Oh, then who's on the other one? It's Kobe <laughs> again. Yeah, they did. They okay. did two Mamba yeah. editions. They so. put, okay, that makes sense. But I just feel like it's a little. They didn't do a lot at the beginning, and now I feel like it's going to help them. I don't know. I, I I think 2K though. I think they're trying to honor him, but I think it's it's a little late. Because Maybe. they didn't do anything for like two weeks when he died, and they could have easily put something in the game. I mean, they also did in the new version put a Kobe mural in the park, which is kind of nice. That's so. that I I I think that's nice, but I think you know what they could have done. I think it's easy enough to make a mural and put it in 2K20 when that happened. It's been like months. Well, I mean, like maybe, but gonna... that's kind of quick. I mean, what's the point of adding it in you know August if they didn't have it done till August? I mean, to, uh, you can put him in both games. I mean, you're not going to just wait. Why not just put it in if it's truly to honor him? I mean, it shouldn't I matter the I timing. Don't I don't know. We're um, a little off topic right leave now. It, but... Leave it in the comments. Was yeah. Kobe honored or are they trying to make money off Kobe? You yeah. Know? Sorry. That wasn't even, in, uh, that was just a little off. That was my little tangent. But, um, well, maybe we should move on and talk about yeah. the next gen consoles and yeah. the PS5 versus Xbox War. Yeah, I mean, I just had. Are they gonna cap? I guess I just have a general question. Do you do you know if they're capping frame rates? Well, are they gonna? I've heard that Xbox wants to move on to 120 FPS, but I've heard right. that PS4 might not support all games on there. Right. I, well, I think they're gonna support all at 60, but I don't know if I don't think e on either console they guarantee 120. So how is that even like? Why don't they just? I, I hate how they consoles just cap them. Why can't they just run uncapped and you can cap it yourself? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe just so that people aren't, you know, disappointed. I guess. I mean. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense to me. They're both in like. Sorry about that. They're both in like a deadlock too of like, oh, I'll wait till you release your price, and it's like, no, yeah, I'll no. wait till you release your. <laughs> the like, whole chicken being, game. They're being babies because they're gonna try to undercut each other. Literally, they don't have the PlayStation doesn't have the or Xbox doesn't have the balls to go first because they probably have a worse console, so they have to they have to undercut PlayStation. But PlayStation want to go doesn't want to go first, so Xbox can undercut them. So it's yeah. really just and that's the whole thing that happened last time is the PS4 is actually I think it's not as powerful as the Xbox One, but the P, the PS4 is better uh, exclusive games, and they had the cheaper price. And they and like better software. You didn't get ads on your home screen. <laughs> yeah, and I think PS4 right. sold like almost double the amount that Xbox One sold. So yeah, I Xbox mean, I is X really skittish about their price now because they don't want to get completely blown out. And honestly, yeah. I don't really want Xbox to die off because if Xbox were to die off somehow, then the PS the the PlayStation just takes they, over they the market no and they have no to. competition and then there's no drive to improve exactly and if, and if these new consoles were coming out and it was just playstation like only playstation was really in the market the console would be like 800 and exactly. there would be no and questions at asked. that point there's there's no yeah, but the, at that point and everyone would buy it because people wouldn't educate themselves on maybe a different alternative exactly and uh but, but the, you know the competitiveness keeps the prices low and that's why consoles are still relevant because the price is so low <laughs> Speaking of low prices, I I, th I think we're both familiar with Nvidia's graphic card launch. Do you think this 
I feel like this might change some things with the um, consoles because I feel like it's making more powerful gaming like on PCs more affordable. Yeah, and honestly, it like makes the, the console prices look almost overpriced now. <laughs> exactly, and proportionally, of course. But well, like, and I said in my my Friday video that since the new the new uh, graphics cards are so powerful that you know there's gonna be like every single game on PC. If you have one of those graphics cards, every single game is gonna be run easily at 144 FPS if you're on 1080p. Yeah, so, I heard the third. I heard the 3070. Like I know, like the benchmarks are, are. I don't think benchmarks are out, but Nvidia claims that it's better than the 2080 Ti, which would, which ran. I know it ran Fortnite at 240 FPS, and it ran, <laughs> like I think Call of Duty at max frames and whatever, because Call of Duty is well, yeah. hard to max. I mean, out. it was the. It's literally the probably the best card out there, the yeah. 2080 Ti until now. So, I would say yeah, but I think that so if you just think about how good the 3090 is gonna be like. Who even needs that? Who even needs yeah, a 3090? Exactly. I mean, it's the all-in-one card, you know? You can use it for gaming. You could render a video and game at the same time. Yeah, Still and if you think about it, FPS. Acer did come out with their 360 hertz monitor. So, really? Yes. I, I mean, I mean I, let's be honest. How how much of a difference exactly. are you going to be seeing? Nothing. But I think that if you're a... If you're... If you... um Like, if you're in a professional, like, C, I think CSGO is dead, but, like valorant like if everyone is 360 hertz and you only have like 144 or 240 i think that you still at a little bit of a disadvantage so i think that it changes the game because people are going to want this especially if they're competitive they're going to want well, and the, the, the better whole thing card. is that the the um the frames you might not even see a difference in terms of like the smoothness but with frames like let's say someone's running in front of a door the more frames you have the faster you see him in the doorway you know exactly and then it's just faster you can react. And those milliseconds are really what makes professional games, especially like Valorant, where it's like everyone has very, very good aim. It's just like yeah. who can really outplay the other person. But yeah. I think that it's interesting to think about whenever they actually release their prices. And it's just going to be interesting to see, you know, what really comes out on top. Because I feel like yeah. with these days and like our generation and now like with TikTok and everything, everyone like rallies behind a certain thing. And it becomes like almost like hype trains for yeah, it. So I feel and everybody like it takes a side. And you want to, it's, it's going to be interesting to where people rally behind things. And there hasn't really been like back in the day where we see like console, like you're attached to your console brand. People are more like, a, 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 is adept the right word or inclined to switch brands just because one's better if they're the same price. There's no console loyalty mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, except for those people, those old heads that have been playing since Xbox, you know, the very first Xbox. Yeah, and I mean, that's granted because they've they've been on this long, but I've only had the PS4. I have no console loyalty. Yeah, I mean, I had the PS2, and then that was because I just had that, and then uh, I never even had a PS3. So I guess I'm a PlayStation guy, but I would easily switch to Xbox if they have the better price for, for yeah. value, I guess. But I think it'll be interesting to see, honestly. Yeah, and I'm also interested to see what the uh, the PS5 digital one will be because people say it might be 50 under, it might be 100 under, and if it's 100 under, like let's say it's 400, that's a pretty good price for the same yeah. power as the $500 one. There's no reason you need a disc one at that point. Yeah, the only reason cool. you need a disc, and it's not even that important on the PS5, is for backwards compatibility for like putting your old discs in. Yeah, if you want. and but, isn't, I might be wrong, but isn't PlayStation also a Blu-ray player? Yeah, I think it is. But, but who watches who, movies? What even can can we go off on a quick tangent? What is a Blu-ray? What was the point? Like now, that's a great question. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, what was the Man, dr- imagine like, thinking about it from now? Like, how much better is it than just a DVD? Like a blue? Like, I think I you, I, I learned about it at some point. It had something to do with like light, like Blu-rays. I think. But, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um. But yeah, it was supposedly like a little better quality, but I don't think it was worth the price because you got to buy now different DVDs and blah, blah, blah. That's mm-hmm. just a tangent I'm talking about. But still, it'll be interesting to see. I think that, yeah, that's really all my feelings on the console. I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, all the video games that come out on the new consoles because, yeah. you know, the Xbox was supposed to have this huge Halo release and then... Halo looks like garbage, and now nobody yeah. wants Xbox. And uh, the PS5 seems to be having a lot of good exclusives coming out. So, 
I don't know. It's yeah, uh, just gotta just gotta see if they can deliver. Like, you know, they're saying all these things, and you just gotta see if it's true. We just get just to wait to see. We things. just gotta wait. Uh, apparently, yeah. there's supposed to be something this this early September about the PS5. Uh, I don't That'll know. Be, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> look, I wouldn't bet any money that they're going to release their price. They've they're got to. And they've got to. It's only a couple months away. It's only no, like yeah, a month away. Sony has <laughs> the momentum. Sony has all the momentum. There's no reason why they should release their price first. You just wait for Xbox. Xbox is behind. If, like, Sony is clearly has all the momentum. Wouldn't it be crazy if neither of them, like, they play chicken into next year and they just blow off their console release dates and they just push it back and back and back? That would be that would be surprising. I think you see a lot of people switching to PC if that happens. Could be the case. I mean, I, don't you think someone would already have switched by now? Um. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I have no clue, honestly. But, okay, well, anyways, yeah. moving on. Video games in general. How are we feeling about video games right now, Chris? I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm kind of burnt out. Like I look I look at my library and I just see nothing I really want to play. Like and just you nothing know, that really gets you going. <laughs> yeah. Like I look at all my games and like there's just nothing. Like I just feel indifferent. And like I remember, well, even like ahead. a year ago, two years ago, like I remember like I'd be so excited that I could like stay up all night and play video games. Facts. But That's now facts. like I can do that every night if I wanted to. But it's just like so I have no I have no drive. It's like I feel I feel more satisfied with myself like hanging out with friends in real life than like playing video games all night. Yeah, I definitely. feel like I feel more fulfilled. <laughs> what about you? Well, honestly, I kind of have the same thing where I go in my library and I'm just like, man, <laughs> I don't I don't want to play any of these. And let's just be honest, Madden 21, kind kind of a bust. It's not even. It's a bad. I think. I think it's almost like a wake-up call because it's a good game. It's not a bad game, and it's just it's something that we just can't get into. I just can't play it like well, we used to play it's all really, the other games. It's, it's really just the opposite of most Maddens. It's like the gameplay is pretty solid, and I don't have an issue whenever I'm actually yeah. playing on the field, but then I get back to the main menu, and there's nothing new. I and just see the same thing. You get back to the thing. main menu, and it's like, do I even want to play another game? Like Exactly. Like, oh, I'm just going to play another game for what? Like... And they like, don't have weekend league started. They don't have solo battles. Not that that really matters, but they're just yeah. not in. That just shows you they don't care. And yeah, I don't know how much next gen is really gonna change their mentality on that. And I feel like even like the past, the past like years, like I felt like, oh, like I love playing this game, but they're not released. Like, but this game is bad. Like this game is not yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. And that's I, when, that's I love, what I mean. I love playing video games, but now it's like this game isn't. This game's good, but I'm just not feeling it. Like. I just yeah. I can't and I mean, get that's into a it. reasonable. We just have to, and also Madden and Two K is one. It's one of those things where it comes with the season. You know, like if Madden, if yeah. real football starts getting into the swing, and you're like, I agree. watching the Jets every weekend, and then you're like, oh, I want to go play in Madden now. You know? Yeah, I totally agree. But I just think that in general, my my feelings, like if I had to sum it up in one statement, I'm just I'm burnt out. I'm just not not as satisfied with the games as I used to be. And I mean, that's that's reasonable, you know? Like and especially because Madden and 2K, they they always are not the same, but they're similar every year. So you get off of playing Madden 20 for like 200 hours that year or 3 or you know, however many hours you play. And then you end up playing Madden again and you're like uh well, it's kind of the same with, you know, a few differences, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I remember back in the day we'd play for hours together like five hours at a time whenever like you know we would just keep playing different games and now i feel like after an hour or two i just need to get off for a little bit and do something else like there's just i i don't have that drive to play like those five hour days playing yeah like, and especially if you're not day. playing something completely new like if we found another exactly. gem like rocket league yeah you'd want to play yeah. that for five hours yeah, but i agree it's hard to find those those gem games especially whenever you know there's not too many new games coming out that are really in our you know realm of of games yeah. i guess and even recently like when we we got dead by daylight like that's not even a bad game okay well you didn't give that a chance at all no 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 but i i think i think it's not even a bad game i think it's a good game it was kind of like i i get the concept the concept's cool i just can't play it like it's just too it's just too long like i'd rather be doing something else that's that's honestly with a lot of video games at this point weird 
I mean, I don't know. That's my feeling. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's but just that's, some. I mean, sometimes you do get burnout in games, though. Sometimes you have to take like a couple days where you just barely play, and then you kind of get back yeah. into it. But yeah, I agree. Um, you know, if you had to, yeah, if you had to sum up your feeling on games in one like statement, what would it be? Uh, probably, I would probably say that I'm just. I don't know. I just say I'm, I'm kind of irritated with the whole console switch right now. That's what I would yeah. say. I'm just I'm kind of disappointed that, like I I I know it's kind of a big expectation, but I expect a company to to be prepared for this. Like I expect a company to make a good game on both, so that the people who can't instantly upgrade still have a good game. Like exactly, two K. They didn't do bad with the update. It's just that they keep pleading next gen is going to be way better, and I'm like. Well, what am I supposed to do for the next two months? And why do I have to buy the game if I'm going to buy it again? You know? Exactly. And then Madden hasn't said anything about next gen. And they're really just... Yeah, it's just not it's not a great console switch. Like, And I'm sure the, the PS3 to PS4 and those ones weren't smooth. But, I mean, this is... It's ridiculous. It's insane. I mean... <laughs> it's almost like... It's almost like they, they started preparing, like, three weeks ago. Like exactly, they've been they've been preparing. They've had time to prepare for this. People have been talking about the um, PS fives like once the PS four came out. Like they've had yeah, years, <laughs> and maybe even not to develop it, but to develop a plan on like an easy switch and talk to developers and everything. But PS four and Xbox haven't done anything because because their ultimate goal is just to squeeze more money out of you, and that's that's just right. disappointing. Yep, and you know you think. You probably, if you're 2K, you you probably get at least a year's notice. Like, hey, the PS5 is coming out this year. You know, Definitely. here's here's a platform we're trying. You know, you you get all these messages a year ahead of time, and that's why they were working on the game last year and they didn't give us the new park. And you'd expect that if you don't do much to update 2K19, that you're gonna do something to update 2K20 for the current gen. Yeah, and that's they're really setting themselves up for failure. <laughs> you know, yeah, they're just I don't like. Know. Everyone hates 2K and they just can't do something to help themselves. They everything every time they do something, and I'm like, they can't do anything stupider. Like they can't make the community more mad than they just did. Right? They and can't they make it managed, worse than it already is. They <laughs> managed to top themselves. Time. I I would bet on them making it worse. I, I would bet that the 2, 2K20 on next gen isn't even that good. It's like I'm worse. just <laughs> nothing surprises me from that comes out of 2K at this point. They are yep. just a crap show at this point. They're a oh, joke. Man. There's the they're the worst, but. At least the the current gen game that came out, it does seem to have yeah. positive feedback in the community. Yes, I agree. And a lot of people say that the shooting is bad. A lot of people say the shooting is good, but uh, it, you really don't know within the first you know week of the yeah, game. It's hard to tell. And people are still getting their badges. Everybody's getting higher in their overalls. I mean, I just saw yesterday somebody hit Superstar two, and he was like the first one. And I mean, Superstar two is a high rank, but let's be honest, it's superstar too <laughs> yeah but i also think that you don't see that many more people grinding the game as much as people used to well like, i think I mean? last year that was the case but it's kind of resurged yeah. this year like you see because people wanted to cross over mm-hmm, and you see like ticino and yeah uh the one guy his name is like power he's already up there in, in superstar so there's a lot of people who grind it it's just i think the casuals aren't having as much fun in this one because of the shooting but the yeah. general YouTube community feedback seems good, but then you go on Twitter and it's a bunch of people that are complaining about shooting. So I think they still need to find that balance, but it's not a bad game so far. And the new park is good. It's just that yeah. they keep hyping up next gen. So you keep thinking, well, you know, and also a lot of the things are the same. Like the rep is the exact same. A lot of the clothes are the same other than they added, uh, what did they add? They added, they added Bape into the game. Um, wow! Oh, so I'm so glad they added. <laughs> Whoa! Let's go. I'm so I'm so glad I can buy virtual clothes with their virtual currency that I buy from them. Like, right. That just makes me excited. Yeah, that makes me really happy. That don't doesn't even help me with the game. You know, <laughs> it's literally just taking money from me to make my avatar look better. I'm yeah. excited. Um, but they they didn't change that much. They didn't change the build system at all, except for adding two new. Uh, pie charts, I guess, and yeah, they're not where, that good. Where are custom pie charts, Ronnie? Exactly, Ronnie. Where Where are the Yeezys, Ronnie? <laughs> we need the stuff in the game, man. 
Ronnie is a joke also. Like, Ronnie yeah, is Ronnie the worst. Ronnie is the worst game, you know, f- face ever. You couldn't get a worse person. You could... I would rather Grandma run 2K. <laughs> she would do a better job at being the director of PR because she would listen to the feedback. Ronnie just goes and wears his cool... He hangs out with NBA players and wears his cool Yeezys everywhere. Yeah, like, Ronnie, literally, shut up and make a better game before you save buy yourself caffeine. more shoes. He's yeah. trying to save caffeine the streaming platform for some reason. And he's just so boring. Like, I literally watched the other day to try and win, like, a free copy. And he's yeah. so boring. He's just playing high school my career. And all he's doing is looking at his chat and either reacting to stuff in chat really, you know, not entertainingly. Or he's talking about his guy in my career. And he's just like... And then he just is talking about how great 2K is. And it's just the worst. He just seems fake. Yeah, he is fake. But anyways, we need to move on. We need to. I'm yeah. sure everybody's bored of listening to our rants about the games. So, so let's talk about us. Let's talk yeah, about our let's music. Talk about, yeah, you want first. Well, you know, in in my world of music, honestly, there's really not too much going on. Uh, I haven't been preparing for any upcoming releases. Uh, nothing new coming to Spotify. Uh, I've kind of just been enjoying the Gurgi G E P. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, the Gurgi G E P. I'm not gonna lie, it was very well rounded. It I think that it has playthrough value. Like if you play it from the beginning to the end, it almost kinda it's almost like a progression. So I thought it was very good. And yeah. along with your EP, I thought your EP was very good too. Well thanks. Appreciate it. No Greg's EP I, I think am, was better, but I am now here we here's the story with my EP. I haven't even talked about this with you, so everyone's fine about So my well, my new, breaking news. Everyone now, get ready. Well my new EP, I don't know. I've been feeling stuck. That's really my major thing. Like I have a couple songs recorded, but like there's almost like it's like what else do I sing about? Like, you know, like <laughs> I'm not, I don't I can't relate with going out and shooting people. Like I'm not like that kind well, of Well, like, I hope not. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll put his body in a bag at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> yeah, like you would never say that. So Yeah. Or like I can't relate with like getting my heart broken because I've never had a girlfriend. <laughs> so like that doesn't help. I mean, Bozo, yeah. you could write about Kaylee, or you might want to leave that out. But, <laughs> no, that's um, no, it's fine. We're just gonna leave okay. it. Okay. Fifth grade. They're fifth grade sweethearts. They're gonna get married, and then they're gonna tell their children. Uh, back in fifth grade. Back in fifth grade. Know, I invited her over to my house to my pool party through my Instagram, and I said everyone that's tagged get to come to my pool party. I think yep. that was great. And then everybody who wasn't tagged and DM'd me get wrecked. Get wrecked, yeah. idiot! <laughs> I can't believe this is a quick tangent. I don't know. I don't know what was the mentality behind that. Well, the mentality was I was in fifth grade and I had a little, you know, pea brain, and I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I thought that was very weird. I mean, I didn't think it was weird at the time because people were doing it, but like looking back on that, that gives me like the "don't hit me up" post on your story energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, almost like facts. yeah. Yeah, but, let's not start on that rant. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Writer's block is really what I'm saying. I do have some songs in the bag. I probably will be releasing a single soon. Ooh. But, like, there's just there's just not a ton. And there's just not a lot of motivation. But I'm working well, on what's it. The, yeah. Can you just give us, a, like, a general style of music? Like, are we are we expecting something different? Or are we expecting more of the same? Um, What do you define as the same? Well, I'd say the same. I mean, you really did mix it up last uh, EP there. But... I'd say more of the same, just like the sing-rap kind of genre. I, I mean, I don't have any of those songs recorded at the moment, but there, I do plan to add a couple on the EP, maybe one to two. I have, like, a kind of, like, harder song recorded, like a harder, like, rap yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> and then yeah. I have, um, I have like, a kind of fast, harder, like, backup kind of song in the recording oh, too. so really you know yeah and then yeah. i also have like almost like i don't want to say like a song you hear from a band but like that's kind of oh one of so my like a, like, like something you could do as a live performance one day almost yeah yeah definitely but i think that one's interesting because i think it just i think it's i think it can speak to people and i think that one's an interesting song that i've been working on it's not completely done but i think it's a little out of my comfort zone but i think it's interesting and it might be fun to listen to so that's really what i have in the works right now and there's always auto tune <laughs> there's always auto tune you can always fall back there's also uh for anyone who cares about music gurgi g uh is our producer and he's also you know the one that just released the ep and 
obviously, Kirky G, being the expert producer he is, has just made a recent upgrade to, what's it called? Logic Pro, I think? Yes. So he's in Logic Pro instead of GarageBand, so he, he's really doing all the mixing, and he's actually confirmed with me and Chris, I slash Yo-Yo, that uh, he has made his own beat, and he's working on a song over his own beat. I actually heard the beat, and it is actually pretty good. I'm I'm imp- impressed with the beat that he made. Blown away or just impressed? I would say it's not a type of beat that you can be blown away with, but I think it's a v- on par with things that I would find online for that type of okay. beat. Okay, so he's, so I he's think doing it's good, good it. stuff. Yeah. I and mean, so he does have a, the background in, a, in music theory, so he really he knows what he's doing. He knows he how to match the doing. notes together. And I also just think he can really vision it and put his, like, we can all think of what we want it to sound like, like even me and you, but we have trouble, like, transferring that vision of what we want it to sound like into an mm-hmm. actual tangible, like, song. But I think that he can, that connection with him is better. Like, I, I, I know I know that he made the beat to Forever on his um, EP, and... He he made that whole beat, and that's I an think. interesting song. So <laughs> yeah, that song has, has a lot of changes and stuff. So I think that you know Gurgiji is doing some new things, and you know, as he says, Gurgiji is next up in one of his songs. So Gurgiji is the know. future. Gurgiji is going to be on Disney Radio soon. What just happened? <laughs> Nothing. You mean Radio Disney? Oh sure, Radio Disney. Come on, you don't listen to Radio Disney? Uh. Occasionally. Somehow you I love the iCarly theme song. That's totally off topic. Okay. Um, uh speaking of off topic, let's move on to online school. Alright. Yay. Um, this is really not a lot you can talk about, but I just my experience with online school is just I think I think it's worse than being in school. What do you think? I would completely agree with that because I, it's just not the same experience. I feel like it's harder for me to connect to the material and really be invested in what I'm doing in class because there's so much more I could be doing at a time. I could turn my camera off and go, like, make myself food. Like, I feel like I'm not I mean, forced that's kind to of a be plus, in that though. environment. You could be more productive while you're doing school. That's but... true, but it's also easier to get distracted. Like, it's it, there's way more temptation to, you know, play video games while I'm... <laughs> at class than there would be in class because it's way harder well yeah obviously i mean that's the you got to have that self-motivation to actually you know do your your stuff but and and that's hard to come up with oh sorry yeah and i also like paper sheets like more than i like online assignments i don't know sometimes and like there are online assignments have their place but i feel like math like I do not like doing math. I mean, online. you can always just have scrap paper near you if yeah, you really yeah, want to. Yeah, I know, but I just like getting a worksheet almost. It's just maybe a personal thing. But yeah. Uh, just, I mean, I don't know. if I was like writing an essay, obviously I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, just filling in worksheets is not bad with pencils. So. Yeah, and then um, I don't know. I feel like there's just way less motivation, and I feel like, I mean, like I've I have a virtual study hall which I don't even have to go to. So it's just a free period, so I just take a nap. Like, I feel like I would never do that if I had to study out at school. I would actually be more productive. Well, you'd probably just... just be playing games on the computers in study hall. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, so. but still, I don't know. It's just it's just a weird thing. And, like, I feel like I don't have to wake up. I don't have to change. Like, I just have to wear pajamas. I feel like I'm, like, yeah, less into that, that school strange. mood. I think that maybe if I woke up in the morning, you know, took a shower, got ready like I was going to school and then got on the Zoom, I would feel that maybe I'd be more focused, but I also feel like, why did I do that all? So it's finding that balance between Well, yeah, you kind of have to find what works for you. You know, if that yeah. if that shower makes you in getting changed and that makes you feel like you're, you know, in more engaged, then maybe you should try it, you know? Yeah, I feel that. Um, but for me, that's... it's a little different because I actually don't really get the luxury of, you know, just waking up and doing that stuff because I... In my school, I have to check in, like, early, and then I either have morning or afternoon classes, and pretty much the whole morning is just all Zoom, basically, of classes, or if I have the afternoon, then it's all afternoon Zooms, and it kind of alternates, so I get, like, one work day, and then another day Zoom, and then Friday is just an entire work day, so... That's not bad. I I have work... We have no work days. We have Zooms every day, except some days they'll like let you off to do stuff like they'll just let you leave and do the do the work but i honestly like how your people organize it better i feel like you have more time on your own 
complete assignments. Yeah, we have that, a lot more time, and you know that's a good thing and a bad thing. But uh, you know, at least it gives you the flexibility. You can do it on yeah. your own pace. So I'm I'm more of a fan. So what we're doing is synchronous. Like there's a teacher, and we're going along with the book. I prefer something that's called asynchronous, which we did at the end of the year last year, where they post everything with, with videos and you can go through it at your own pace. Because then I feel like yep. if I'm very motivated, I can do two to three lessons at once and then I don't have to do work for the next two days. Yeah. And you can also, or, if you don't have a lot of work one day, you can finish it in a few hours or even less than a few hours. Yeah. And then another day you might have more stuff. But if you were like assigned a project and you're one of those people that likes to get stuff done quickly, you can finish an entire project in a day and then you don't have to worry about it the rest of that week if it's like a exactly. week long assignment. So that, yeah. That's why I'm more of a fan of that one. But that model obviously is not what we're utilizing. And just some news recently. So my school opened up at the beginning of the year. We opened up half the school would be in class and then half of it would be online and it would alternate every other day. So we've made it through two weeks and cases in our county have been very high because of Penn State. We've actually had no cases in our school, but since cases have been higher in the county, our schools decided to minimize the risk to the students. We have gone all online wow. and we're going to go all online for this week and they're going to reconvene next weekend to decide well, what they're going to do for next week. That sounds good, I guess, because... If they realize, hey, the numbers are going up rapidly, even though we're out of school, then is that more of a, okay, now we should stay home be for safety because there's more people that could have it? Or is it like, a, okay, well, this the school isn't inflating the numbers. It's obviously the campus, so we can send them yeah. back. I think, I think that if the numbers go up, which that's the, what the trend has been because of campus and the testing, then I think that our school is very conservative on sending people back because they're very worried about parent approval. That's really mm -hmm. what they, they care a lot I'm about. I'm sure that. there's a lot of legal stuff to, about that too. Yeah, yeah. So, But I feel like also I don't think our school is super prepared in the way um, like I think the head of the safety plan, she um, someone asked her a question about um, people walking by each other in hallways like that because like obviously you're not six feet apart. Right. And she's like, she kind of brushed it off and was like, that's fine. But in reality, like that's something you need to address with like spacing kids out in hallways. Especially if Which, you're not forcing masks on everyone. Oh you know? yeah. We actually, they are, they do force masks at my, so everyone does have to yeah, wear masks. And that's mask. good. That's, Which, yeah, I think that's totally good. I think uh, my school is actually doing a similar thing, but I am just choosing to go virtual for now. Yeah. It's so. honestly smart because there's no reason to do like exposure that you don't really need to do like yeah and if we ever were to get full clearance to go back then i'm not forced to stay home i can go back if exactly, i want to so. yeah it's not like you've made a decision like it's not like i went cyber i'm just virtual yeah you know? <laughs> like if, if you picked like if you pick to go back like that's a choice that you're gonna have to live with it's bad but if you're online then you can choose to go back when it's safe for you and your family whenever mm -hmm. definitely so that's almost a better decision definitely uh Looks like the uh, the next topic we've got here is Taylor Swift also trash though. <laughs> uh, you want right, to explain so that? <laughs> I I'll lead this off, guys. So let's think about Taylor Swift. All right, an icon that's undisputed. She she Facts. released songs like, you know, "You Belong with Me," "Love Story," "Teardrops on My Guitar." Notice how all these songs were released a while ago. Country, all right, Swift. Country Swift. We're gonna do we're gonna do Pop Swift. <laughs> that sounds too much like Pop Smoke to me, but <laughs> Pop Swift and Country Swift. So Country Swift, an absolute bop maker, like um back to December, like a ballad that's just still fire. Just constant like, heat. Like and like not a lot of the songs are known, but you listen to the music and you're like, you can recognize that it's a good song. But then and like you look at the progression of her albums and even like like even like when we we are never getting back together and stuff like that came out like that was still that was her transition almost but that was still good music but it like, was still um, good and it was still relevant. i knew you were trouble that's good i think the turning point in her career was shake it off that was absolutely you, the turning point and you I know think that was, song that was either the first or the second song that she fully transitioned into 
like and then that album about like new york like 1970 something that was her turning album that was from like like old country girl t swift to like garbage bad bleep <laughs> you failures so i have to yeah bad bleep and then her album after that reputation i'm looking at it on the discography right now that album wasn't good you see songs like really none of those songs i could tell you were a good song and now honestly her new album that she just released i think it's a little bit of a comeback for her i think that there are good songs on there it's mostly sad and quiet songs yeah that's what i didn't like about it it's not really a complete album it's just like yeah you could pick a few songs off of there but the entire album is just sad and gloomy and if you listen through like you would not be able to sit through that entire album and listen to it you know and so but this is miss my theory I think the next album is going to slap. And I actually just oh. get an album. Lover wasn't bad. I think Lover was a good song, but I think that that whole album was just a little weird. Yeah, it was got a little know. crazy. got a little strange, especially I saw one of the music videos and it was just... Yeah, mm, she, mm. But I think that she's almost like reverting back. You know what I mean? It's she, like She's just trying to build up went, a huge audience right now, just spreading across all regions, you know, and just trying to get a huge audience. And then you might be right. She might be building up to something. I think that like re- like the the Shake It Off album was like turning point, right? And then then Reputation was like her she was just down bad. Like that was her most changed. Yeah. Then she came back a little bit with Lover, still a little weird stuff. Then this new album, she's even farther back. And I think her next album's almost going to be like a homecoming. Like there's going to be some bops. Like there's going to be some upbeat bops, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just, I'm excited. I mean, they might not come out for like a year, but you just got to think that like when that comes out, that might just be a smash hit album. So it might just be really, the one, the one. <laughs> you know, that might be like the Romeo to her Juliet, and that, she wouldn't be yes. crying on the staircase begging you, please don't go. You know. Yeah. And I just and, think and that also her dad's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think that. She has the potential to come back. She obviously has the potential. Well, she's she like, would be coming back into her own self, so obviously she does. But my question <laughs> is, what, like, what was her rise? Like, was she an industry play? Because she released one album, and it went pop, it popped off. <laughs> like, well, I'm sure she had some like you know, she was probably a SoundCloud rapper for a little while, and then she yeah. she kind of got recognized. She got her record label, and then she just made a new Spotify. Yeah, I'm just looking at it. I think that her new album, um, folk folklore, very mm-hmm. very gl- like sad and gloomy, almost as you'd spoken to. Yep. But I think that like if you depression. scroll back, straight depression. <laughs> Reputation in 1989 were weird ones where it was just like different. And you look at now these are just absolute bops. We got Red. That's a fire album. Bop. Speak now. Fire. Fearless fire and then also the original about... taylor swift album fire yep. like and then lover wasn't bad wasn't bad had some good song uh, but wasn't fully back folklore is a little bit too gloomy for me as all the songs and some of the songs are out there like she has this whole song about the last great american dynasty that i think she was going for something really sim- yeah like What's the word? Symbolistic, but it, it didn't hit home with me. Yeah, and then <laughs> I don't and then think she it hit home like with a another, lot of people. And then she has like another song too, where she's saying like, "Oh, if she if she was a man, like how much easier would it be for her?" You know? Oh, that was on the Lover one. Yeah, yeah that was on Lover. That just I strange feel, songs that she just makes out of the that's, blue. That song I think was awful, and not because of the concept. I mean, I didn't really listen to it that well, but it's a rip off of "If I Were a Boy" by Beyonce, and that song slapped. Yeah, exactly, so and it's kind of it's the same concept, also. So. It's like, and the whole time, the whole like, I I don't know. It's the same concept. I think she could have done better. I think she's doing better. I think her next album might just slap, but we're gonna have to I wait she, and see. Really, I think she might die before then. Really? Yeah. Don't say that because I don't want. <laughs> that's not good. I mean, I didn't say I wish. I said I think. <laughs> Why? Why do you? What, what makes you think that? Well recent events that's true you think she's gonna catch a covid i think she's gonna catch a drug overdose you know you it always makes you wonder like what celebrities that like look normal like are actually on drugs like yeah exactly you never know like like you know like your Meister zero three you think he's yeah. a normal guy but little did you know he takes crack cocaine 
Yeah, he like every day, repeatedly, every, a- multiple times an hour, just f- vigorously <laughs> snorting. He does it more than he doesn't do it. <laughs> it's become a debilitating habit for him. It's terrible. He hasn't slept in months. But like, if you think about it, like you never know, like who's actually doing drugs. Like T Swift could be doing some hard drugs. She could be. And you wouldn't no. know. I mean, maybe she was. She must have been doing hard drugs when writing the last great American Dynasty because that <laughs> song did not hit home. <laughs> but <laughs> I also know. But I liked Betty. That was a good song too. I heard that on the radio the other day. You know, we, Betty isn't bad. I would say that's the best out of f- folklore. I'd say that's the best. I liked the one. That one was interesting. Or Cardigan. Those two, I think, were. Good. I did not listen to Cardigan, but the one was also not bad. Cardigan was almost that. That Car- Cardigan had more realistic, like. It was like, it's like when we get back together, it feels like I'm putting on like this old shirt that I forgot that I really loved. Like that was the whole, that was the whole theme of it. And I think that was more, that was way better than the last great American dynasty, which was about like an oil tycoon that died. And like, it was, I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't get into it. (laughs) It's just, yeah, it's strange. Um, But yeah, we've kind of ran over on the T-Swift thing. That's all right. That's all right. That's why I kind of brought up the whole dying thing, because the next topic is death and music. Want to explain this one, too? Because this was also your idea. (laughs) um, So, yeah. All right. So today is the anniversary of Mac Miller's death. And obviously, rest in peace to him and everyone. But um, I guess really what I wanted to talk about and kind of like deconstruct is like, the way people start loving someone when they die. And this has been well documented, like overwhelming with like, and I'm not saying these people weren't fans before, but their fanship or like the, the, as like fans, they, it almost amplifies when they die. Like it almost gets out of hand. Like they go from being like an avid fan to like listening to their stuff, but then, and then they feel like they lost a family member, you know? Yeah. Like, and like people posting like LLJW, like live long juice world. Right. Like, I get that, and, like, yeah, he might have died, but you I, there was you weren't posting anything before he died. Like, I didn't even know you were a Juice World fan until he died, so, like, what was that about, if you're really that big of a fan? But you look at, I think, one of the biggest, um, I think Juice World wasn't, because Juice World was already a megastar, and he was already a huge guy. I think something something that was huge was when X died. I think that... Well, he was yeah, the first, well, not the first, but he was, like... Yeah. One of the big artists in our lifetimes. In our lifetimes, and he also died right in his prime. Like he just got famous, basically. Yeah, and I think that there were a lot of people that casually listened to him, not as a main artist, right? He wasn't a main artist, and then this also goes all. Sorry, and then it also goes with like Lil Peep. Like Lil Peep is not bad, but again, people just flocked to him after they died. Like they died, they were like. Oh my gosh, this guy's music's so good. Like, why did he have to die? Like, it's not, I'm not saying that you're not a fan and that you can't like his music. Like, obviously, you're allowed to like anyone's music, but it's like you weren't there until he died. Like, there was no point in just saying that it's like, oh, I'm such a big fan, but because, like, you kind of missed the boat on that. You know, it's almost Mm -hmm. like it's for clout. And then I just kind of wanted to talk to you. I don't know if you listen to all the albums. But I think that like posthumous albums have become a big thing now with like people recording a bunch of stuff and not releasing it immediately. And I think that like to be, I don't think Juice World's album, his posthumous album, I think that was worst of all his albums. I think yeah, that's fair. And to I say. don't know if Juice World would have even wanted them to do that. Like they're unreleased exactly. for a reason. It might not even be him Something that directly likes. said, I don't like the song. Even if, like, his team, you know, his people around him were like, hey, this song isn't that good, maybe don't post this. But either way, Juice World was aware that those weren't his best songs, and now he didn't have a say in them getting released to everyone, you know? And, like, I also feel like the effect that, like, people like the songs in the album just because he just died. Because, yeah, he was, just because If he, he was still alive, I don't think the album would have performed as well as it did. Well, and everybody think, just wanted to listen to it because yeah. he was dead, and... Everybody was so aware of him that, and then he yeah. just, you know, he in quotes comes out with this giant album, and you know, people want to listen to that, and it's not even like they may not have even liked it, but everybody's gonna listen to it, you know. And the people are gonna say they liked it because you know it's really the last thing they have to cling on to. I think 
the worst posthumous album, the worst management of it, was Hunters and X. I think his family was very greedy in the way they approached it. And they just keep milking it. Like, they're still releasing stuff to this day. Yeah, and know? none of it's really that good. Like, you listen to the songs, and it's, they have, like, one verse, and then the chorus again, and the verse again. Like, it's it's not, they're not even complete songs. Exa- yeah, and exactly. they're releasing them because they, they're hungry for money. I think the and person that th- did it right, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, sometimes they, they just release, like, freestyles. Like, of him just exactly. playing the guitar, and you just, like, hear him faintly in the background singing. Like, yeah, I mean, that's cool. That's but... not a, that, don't put that on an album. That's maybe something you put on YouTube. Exactly. Too. Yeah. I think the most well-done one, posthumously, I think that second best was Mac Miller. I don't really get into his music that much, but I think from a put-together album standpoint, after listening to it, I think it was put together well. But Pop Smokes was definitely the most put together <laughs> album. You listen to that album and you think that he made that whole thing, like that thing was made under his supervision because it's so like his other songs. Well, I mean, maybe he was he had an album in the works and then they yeah, just kind of no, finished he did, it off. But you got to think that that one's definitely... same. But Juice World had his album under, in the too. I mean, it wasn't like... Yeah, I'm sure some of them, like I'm sure Wishing Well was definitely already going to be coming out at some point. And I do have an opinion on Wishing Well that might be a little bad, but I think that... A lot of people like it because of the subject matter, because it almost like embodies his death. In yeah, a sense. well, his and whole, it, his, all of his songs were about uh, his his feelings. So yeah, but and you see him progress farther in his career. He goes from saying that you know all these bad things are happening, and then um, he just progresses farther, and you hear it more and more that he, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna die. Like you hear it more and more, and you don't really realize that like. That was so like influential and probably the way he acted when the airport security came. Like I don't think if he didn't talk about death so much and probably didn't feel that way, he probably would not have. Well, obviously, he had taken the draw, some like, sort of mental issue, you know. Because like if you think another artist, like if you put if you put Pop Smoke in that position, like this is honestly no, I'm not gonna do that because he's dead. If you put like I'm trying to think of an artist like Lil Uzi. If you put Taylor, yeah, Lil Uzi doesn't talk about death a lot. Doesn't talk about his feelings. Like his only really sad songs are like, "I know it hurts sometimes, but you'll get over it." Like he has a very positive outlook on life. And Lil Uzi just sounds like a nice guy to be around. I don't think he takes those drugs. I think, I think he just you know, just takes I think the he sentence. takes drugs. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I don't think so. I'm so when Juice World died, he like. He had a lot, um, like, I don't know what it was, but I think he, like, ate, like, a pack of drugs. Yeah. Like, cocaine. Well, he was yeah. probably either trying to hide it or he, he had was to just, hide it. Or yeah, he just overdosed. Get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. But I think, you no, know, because I think he, like, I think it was just to try to hide it. But I don't think, I don't think some rappers that aren't, like, as emotionally, as emotional, I guess, as Juice World was, I don't think they would have done that, which it's, right. it's honestly a person to person basis. But I think that you see it th- evident through his songs that, like, Almost, he's talking about how like he's ready, and like that—that's kind of a scary topic yeah, to think about. And he was saying he knows he's gonna die young, like almost wanting yeah. to die young. I don't, and I—I I don't want to say that he wanted to die because obviously I don't think anyone can say they want to die. But like when they're about to, you always think like, how can I get out of this? You know what I mean? Like, right. like you've heard like I've we had to watch this thing in school. Like your stories of people that have like jumped off bridges and survived. Like you jump off and you're not at peace with yourself. Like. It's just stuff like you it's might, crazy. I don't know. This is, this is a whole different topic, obviously, but I just think that it was something that we need to talk about because it was the last day, you know, or the day of Mac Miller's passing. And we it's didn't really talk a, sad a lot about ending. him. <laughs> kind yeah. of a sad ending to the podcast. But I think it's something that needs to be said. I think Mac Miller, he, a lot of people liked him before. I don't think, I don't think a ton of people liked him. Not as much, nearly as many people like him now. Like you look at his stream numbers and once he died, they've been, up from live but and i'd um, say he's probably in general less popular than juice world yeah 100 so, he, he was in general he was really only popular for dating ariana grande right <laughs> and then they broke up and then there you go ariana grande something else but that'll be on a different episode i mean hey i'm not gonna say i don't like her music because i kind of do and that's the end of that so <laughs> yeah but the whole thing when she licked a donut and like put it back like what was that yeah let's just like <laughs> quick like what was that who does that <laughs> but um yeah that's really what i was thinking about the music thing when i thought about that topic i just thought that it's an interesting concept to think about how like 
situations would be handled differently with yeah. different people. Yeah, definitely. And posthumous albums. Like, I don't know. I think some were managed better than others. And I've, I've already been vocal about that. They're, I don't know. Some people are greedy and some people want to preserve music. And then mm-hmm. you can totally see which one's which by listening to the albums. Yeah. And also by the quantity, you know, you know, yeah, by the qu- amount of quality over released. quantity. Yeah. I would rather listen to 10 good X songs than like 50 snippets. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 50 of him singing in like his garage, you know? <laughs> and then I think st- what happened a little bit with Lil Peep is like, people like his family contracted out to like other songs of like songs he wouldn't usually make. Like you listen to like falling down with X, which, but like that song and you listen to other little peep. I'm not a big little peep fan, but you listen to all his other songs. And it's almost like grungy. Like it's like, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. Like his voice isn't clear. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of echo. Listen to falling down. And it's a totally different style. And I think well, that if he was alive, that song would have sounded way differently. Yeah, well, I've never listened to yeah that song. But, um, yeah, I definitely see what you mean. Because you can, yeah, you can definitely tell who's a little uh, money hungry after, afterward. Yeah. So. And it's, it's not like, it's not like these people that were managing the music didn't know what the artist would want. It's right. not like they, they like they they obviously know what I think Lil Bibby is doing a good job with Juice World to an extent. Like I think he's trying to please the fans while also trying to preserve yeah. his like legacy. But yeah, I think, and he had to release you know something yeah. to just you know as a send off, I guess. I yeah, but I but I think like the maybe like ex's parents like or family whoever's managing it. I think they might have known what he wanted, and I don't think what he's been doing has been what he would have wanted, but. Obviously, I'm not the artist, so I can't really say that. But I just feel like, based on his old music, you can kind of tell. Yeah, and he also was another person who talked a lot about his feelings and a lot about death. So, but strange. His death and Pop Smoke's death were more of, you know, like them. That was just unfortunate situations of them getting killed. Like that wasn't. They didn't even put them like. X got ran up on a stoplight at a stoplight, and like I think yeah. Pop Smokes was a home invasion. Yeah, and but a lot I, of the rappers at, have you know gang ties, as they say. Yeah, so. <laughs> but you look at Juice and, World, like that's a drug related thing. I'm pretty, I think a little peep drug related overdose. I don't exactly remember what happened with Mac Miller. I want to say it was drugs again, though. I think that like it's, I think in the future people are gonna be more aware to what people are saying in their songs and how to react to it. Like, yeah, I would agree. Like people are gonna see that. Like maybe next album, a little Uzi talks about you know, like oh, like the drugs taking me away, so I can get rid of the pain. Yeah, but what can you I do? Like, you know, other than just I, like start a hashtag, like hashtag yeah. save Uzi or something. But <laughs> but and you gotta think that the people around Juice World knew how bad the drugs were getting for him, and yeah. you just gotta think that if they were could have done something else, maybe they did everything they could. I'm not one to speak on that, but if you think that maybe if they did something differently. He would still be alive today. You know, you Maybe. never know. It depends who's around him. You know, exactly. I don't know who's around him. I don't know if his family was really that close to him or not. I don't know anything. So, yeah, depends. But um, yeah, but yeah, anyways, that's really all I have uh, to say on that. Yeah, I was just gonna wrap it up. We're at fifty-eight minutes. Wow, that was way longer than podcast. anticipated. This is a forty-five-minute podcast, just for everyone. But you know, the first, I, I guess, episode will make it an hour-long special. Why not hour-long special? Um, I want to thank everyone. If you made it all the way to here, I want you to comment boopity boop in the in the comment section. Can I just clarify? I, it's spelled B O O B P I T Y. Boopity boop. And then boop. Boopity yep, boop. B O O P. P I T Y. Okay. Yes. So please remember that. Check out um, Bozy Beyond SoundCloud. Uh, check out Crispy C H R S P Y on SoundCloud. Check out Gertie sure G's Freshman EP. Yeah, definitely. Um, Bozeby is also on SoundCloud. Make sure to subscribe also to the on YouTube Spotify. channel. Yeah. Also oh, that's what I meant to say. That's what I meant to say. Uh, make sure you guys find the right Crispy on SoundCloud. He is the traffic EP. He's got like, you know, the little, yeah, like little three bridge. followers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that really wraps it up today. I think we covered a lot. Um, I think it was a very, very different topics. I feel bad we're leaving it on such like a sad note. I know, such a sad note. Yeah, so, but we got um, through everything. We got through all the 2K stuff, the the new 
console generations. We got through all of that school, everything. We got through everything. I think I think the biggest takeaway we can take away from this is that Taylor Swift is coming back. She's coming back. She's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, woo! <laughs> Taylor Swift is on the comeback. Um, I want to thank everyone. I think I want to thank Bozy be my co-host. And I want to thank you for, you know, having me on the show. And I look forward to our future shows. I look forward to next week with the Gurgi G himself. Yeah, he will be on for a portion of the podcast. Yeah, not the whole thing. We don't want to. We don't yeah. want to bore you. Wanna, I mean, he's yeah, not that cool. Yeah. Not uh, that cool. But we might have some cool guests in the future. But yeah. Anyways, well, comment thanks. if you if you want any specific guests. Sorry, comment it down below. We might. Yeah, I mean, make hey, it we we gotta do some fan shows. Yeah. Uh, if you're a fan, maybe we'll feature you in the Fan Friday. Maybe we'll do a little. Maybe we'll do a Fan Friday. Maybe not. Or maybe we'll not. just do. You never know. Yeah, maybe we'll just stick to Wednesday. I don't know. <laughs> fan Wednesday. Yeah, Fan Wednesday. That's, Woo back I mean, Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, all uh, right. Then well, thanks for listening. Thanks for thank you. watching. If you're watching, watching, thank you. Um, you're I don't cool. really know what I'm doing for the watching. I guess you guys know. I might just have like the picture of the podcast logo, you know, and I'll yeah, just guys, leave it just up. Remember, remember to drink a lot of water today. Remember uh-huh. to stay hydrated, stay, stay nourished, eat your food. Okay. You know. All right. All right. That's enough. We got to end it. That's your all daily right. reminders. All right. Okay. See you next Wednesday. Goodbye. Bye.